On today's show... Tracking gives you reassurance that you're on the right track. In the income tracker, if we can look at previous years and we see what that passive stream looked like and the return on investment increasing, we know we're on the right path. You're going to become a better version of yourself as you change the models that you follow for personal wealth. But all of the people that look up to you and all the people you care about are watching what you do. And you're learning from that. So sometimes it's not even the success that we might see in our own lives, but the success that we can gift someone else in the process of our own growth. Welcome to Wealth Building with Friends. I'm Usha Patel. Our partners, Melanie and Josh McAllen, will join Bob and I as we meet families just like yours. Our guests come from all walks of life. Successful sales professionals, business owners, consultants, contractors. This podcast will explore the why behind investing and dig deep into the power of relationships, no matter where you are on your personal investment journey. Learn side by side with all of us. We're glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Wealth Building with Friends. I'm, my name is Bob Wells, and I'm really excited to be bringing you another episode of some wonderful people that are going to share their ideas about wealth building and, and their experiences in life. I'm here with my wonderful partner, Usha Patel. And uh, it's our show today because our other partners, Josh McCallum and Melanie McCallum, cannot be with us today. So um, we're, uh, we're excited to have just the four of us around the table. And that would be Usha and myself and Mary Pat and Brian Kling. Mary Pat and Brian, welcome to Wealth Building with Friends. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, the amazing thing is we know you for some time and this is very exciting for us to be able to to even uh, share and talk about some of the things that we always get to learn every single time we do this. And so I'm excited about our conversation that everybody can hear as well. Yeah. So take a minute and tell us a little bit about where you, where you're from, what do you do and and kind of what, do you, what excites you in life? Tell us, uh, tell us about you. I am a realtor with Keller Williams, and that is where I met Usha and Bob. I am very into my family. I love family, family events. I look forward to uh, retiring in the future and um, just having more time with family and trips and vacations and all kinds of great stuff. You're a professional coach too, right, Mary Pat? I, I am a coach. Absolutely, yeah. And and I own a business that uh, deals in water treatment, uh, primarily in situ bodies of water, which could be drinking water reservoirs, lakes, wastewater lagoons, hog dairy farms, things like that. Uh, we live in southeastern Pennsylvania in Westchester. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur pretty much my whole career. Uh, had an environmental engineering business for a number of years and then bought this current business that we have now. However, I'm in the middle of a buyout, and hopefully by the end of 2022, I will be free and clear of that business and moving on to something else like fishing out of a boat every day. <laughs> That's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. It sounds like you have a really good focus on an exit strategy as well. Some of the things that you've shared now, as I said, I am learning, and all the view, uh, all the viewers and all the listeners today um, already, I'm learning uh, more things about Brian and Mary Pat. Yeah. So tell me, what's where? Where is the boat going to be? Do you uh, do you already know where where that uh, that retirement spot's going to be? Where you're going to fish? Well, yeah, we're going to be fishing in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. 
I, I actually take custody of the boat next Thursday. We will store it down there for the time being. I may bring it up and fish the Jersey Shore a little bit over the summer, but uh, it's primarily going to stay down there. Very nice. Mary Pat, you're going to be fishing? No, there's a spot on the front of the boat with cushions that Mary Pat is going to be sunning herself. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of an idea. <laughs> we drive the boat. We'll see. So you guys are shifting gears, right, from, from a situation where you're, you're both actively generating income right now in, in, a, in a very, quote-unquote, active way, and you're going to be shifting more to a, a uh, more of a passive uh, income strategy, I would imagine, in, in time. So tell us about that. Tell us about what that journey has been and, and kind of what your thoughts are on, on how to shift that gear. Um, well, it's interesting, Bob, because um, we both attended, Mary Pat attended it first, but and I attended along with her one of your courses that you teach about uh, financial, mastery. financial mastery and uh, trying to set up a path to financial freedom. And um, up until that point, we were all over the place. Uh, we were trying to do our own things, thinking that we knew the right things to do. But uh, through that course, we got hooked up with one of your professionals to talk about some financial planning, put us on a totally different path, gave us a whole bunch of ideas. And uh, just more recently, within the last couple of years, also took advice from you to take a look at accountable equity. Mm -hmm. And um, it's that look at accountable equity that really opened our eyes to the opportunities to do things other than what traditional, uh, I guess, traditional means are available, like investing in stocks and, and the market and things like that. So I think we've really learned a lot over the last, it's probably been seven or eight years since we took the financial mastery course. And um, it's been quite a growth path for us. Um, you know, I, I, as I said, I run a business. And when you run a business, a lot of times you're in that business 80, 90 hours a week and you you can't really spend the time to, that you need to direct your future. You're just managing it and you're stuck in it. Mm -hmm. And over the last four years, my exit strategy has been in play to get out by the end of 2022. So it's, a, it's been a five-year plan and it's still tough getting out if you don't have uh, the right resources in place. So we're in a process of setting that all up and making sure that at the end of 2022, I'm officially done and moving on as you say, to passive income streams. Isn't it, isn't it true, though, that so many of us get so wrapped up in what we're doing every day, uh, in what we're doing in terms of active income, that we don't sometimes give the, the focus on a, a master plan for wealth creation outside what we do professionally? It's so true. It's very true. Now, the two of you are, are, are kind of different people. Like, like most, you, you, you've been married. How, how long have you two been married? 34. 34, this will be 34 35. 35. <laughs> <laughs> yep, newlyweds with three children that are uh, ages uh, 25 to 31. Oh, wow. Okay. So when you, with, obviously, you know, my Usha and I are very different people, and, and I'm, I'm guessing that, that you have some differences as well. Now, when you first started to, to look at a strategy for wealth creation, were you both on the same page from day one? Or is that something that over time you kind of worked together to find a way that was compatible with both of you? How did that work? We were not on the same page. <laughs> we probably weren't even close to not the same even, We weren't even in the same library, to be honest with you. We had had our one little, uh, we had a little investment property early on that Brian had gotten in college. And then we had gotten two bad tenants in a row and had three children. And then we just let that one go and then didn't really have much. Um, Brian had invested in 
one one building for his company. And we, we weren't doing some things right. And we were both seemed to be making a fair amount of money. But I was looking at everyone, what other people had and where they were in life. And I'm thinking like, something's wrong. And then that's when I went to your financial mastery. I don't know if you remember, but I remember. I remember the first time. for sure. And I was like mortified looking at it going, I don't know anything on this page. And this is embarrassing. And I know nothing. And if I, if something happened to my husband, I know Zippo. Isn't it a refreshing moment sometimes when we when we look at things and say, wow, I don't know what I don't know, you know, but it's the beginning, right? It's the start of being able to say, well, I'm going to find out, right? You, you, you yeah, said, so it's really scary, actually. It was, it was eye-opening and scary. And then I think as I went through the process and then getting with Keller Williams, as I had gotten my business up, I was challenged to be accountable for my building business, have a P&L and do all that. And as I started learning, it was just like, I started looking at our personal stuff going, well, I don't really like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then after I took your course and I started getting all my stuff together, I kind of, I kind of told Brian that you need to take this course because I'm going a different direction with my finances and, and I don't agree <laughs> and I at least have to take the course and agree to disagree, but I'm not doing it this way anymore. That sounds like it could have been an uncomfortable moment. It, it was a very uncomfortable moment leading, leading up to it, but I was I was so awakened to what what I didn't think we were doing, and what you know we had done all the traditional government IRAs and all that kind of stuff, which we just kept learning was not getting us anywhere. I'm, so. I'm, I'm hearing uh, some words that are really, and I'm, I'm I'm really hoping that people listening to this also heard some of these words. Brian said, "Directed," you know, it's we get to direct our lives. Uh, versus, you know, just things, things just directing us. So getting more purposeful, being directed. And then Mary Pat, you said awakened. And unless we have awareness, things can't, you know, they just, just, it's, we were also talking sometimes in life, we just get so busy that we don't even realize that there's another way. And for everyone listening again, wow. I mean, this was not that long ago. And you've made such strides, so it's never too late to start. Yeah, I, I, I think I took Bob's financial mastery class in probably 2012, maybe 2013. So it's only been seven, eight, nine years, somewhere in that time frame. And it was very humbling because you start to look at what you're putting down on paper and what you thought you, what you thought you knew, you didn't necessarily know. And you know, it's things like, where's all your money going? Well. I don't know. I didn't. I never kept track of it. I do now. I keep track of everything. Every expense, every piece of income, is all tracked in a in a program now. So I know exactly where everything is going. But it was humbling, and it was also something that you had to spend the time to do, which I hadn't done before. I figured we we're all doing fine financially because we're making money, and until you sit down and realize that there were some things we could change. And that was part of the financial mastery course. It was also part of working with a professional and looking at things a little bit differently. And um, it's been a it's been a very big blessing for us. So when, when you say tracking, you know, I'm I'm also probably many people know this a big fan of scoreboarding. But when you say tracking, what kind of things do you do you track? What do you keep What do you keep track of? Well, um, yeah, we we basically keep track of every single dollar going in, coming out, going out, coming in. We keep track of all our expenses by item. 
So we know what we're spending on gifts, entertainment, travel, the whole bit. Uh, we're in every, I think we're in every fund right now in accountable equity. So some of them are uh, paying out, some of them aren't, but that's all being tracked. Mm-hmm. I think your, um, what, what do you call it, your income tracker, the spreadsheet. And I know you're big into spreadsheets. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm big into spreadsheets too. So whenever anybody offers up a spreadsheet, I'm all over it. And so I took your the engineer. Who's the engineer? <laughs> that's, that's it. An anal engineer. You got it. And so I took your uh, passive income tracker and uh, modified it for what made, what, what appears to be best for me. And I track everything in there as well. So we can project out of what that passive income stream is going to look like going forward. So you track your passive income, you're tracking expenses. Do you track your net worth as well? Yes. It's a, I basically have a personal balance sheet. So everything's in there. Yeah. And I, and I probably, again, an engineer and me probably takes it to a little further than it has to be, but if I'm missing three cents, I want to know where it is. Well, you know, I, I think that some of us love spreadsheets and some of us naturally are a little bit afraid of them. And I have an affirmation that Vidush and I have used for a long time that says, I love spreadsheets and spreadsheets love me. You know, and even even those of us who, who aren't particularly excited or, or even uh, are maybe a little fearful of spreadsheets, you say that enough times and, uh, you know, you start to say, hey, I could use spreadsheets to track numbers that will help me in my wealth building journey. Yeah. And I'm someone that, you know, never really was that passionate about spreadsheets. And yet I really like to be able to see progress. So without um, embracing that. So uh, it, it's just I think, um, you know, if you if you want to if you want to have progress in life, you really need to know where you are. So that way you can track how you will progress to where you want to be. And tracking is vital to um, our lives and wealth creation for sure. And I, and I think I think that tracking gives you reassurance that you're on the right track because it, in the income tracker, if we can look at previous years and we see what that passive stream looked like, we see our return on investment and we see that passive stream increasing and the return on investment increasing, we know we're on the right path. Yeah, you know you're winning the game, the financial game, which is an exciting thing and gives you motivation to continue. Yeah. You know, you've obviously changed a lot about the models, perhaps that you're following in order to create wealth. How does that impact the people around you, like your your family? Does does it have a positive impact on them, or do you, have you seen that rub off a little bit? We've got our kids are like as far as even from the real estate side. My son owns uh, two investment properties, and he has a house, and he's 25. Oh, that's incredible. Congratulations. Another one, you know, a story of you guys, like he went to Usha's QL for kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Sat him there when he was probably 18 and had a landscape business. He started a landscaping business at age 14. Some, mm-hmm. uh, one of my clients left him a mower and a nice zero turn and he built that up built a business, built a nice landscaping business. He was um, went to Usha's financial mastery with his goals and she told him to double it. And he was like, ah, uh, <laughs> I know what I did when I took quantum leap. It was like, okay, <laughs> so he doubled them. And he actually hit his, hit his financial goals. He turned around and sold that company and um, all the equipment, he, he cracks us up because he buys stuff. And we're always like, oh, he's buying too much stuff. And then he sells it and makes more money off of, <laughs> more money than he bought, paid for it. And um, so he did really well and, he, and and he's now got a contracting business. So our, 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 I think our kids have gotten um, ideas and uh, some of the processes that we've been through over the last eight, eight, 
to nine years where they've taken it into their own lives. Two of them are very entrepreneurial. The third one, the third one is working for somebody, but still has a mindset that she's directing the show. Uh, and she is, she, she's one of the main people at the company, but uh, the other two are entrepreneurial. They're in their own businesses. And so the, the third one who's working for somebody blames me that I made them all workaholics. But, <laughs> uh, but that's, that's what we knew growing up. You worked hard and, and I still work hard, which makes it even more rewarding when you can walk away from it, you know, and, and you've, you're on a path to continue to live your life without having to work 80 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's so valuable to be able to share the models of life success <laughs> with young people. And for, for our listeners, um, Accountable Equity actually hosts a program called QL, which we're discussing, which is generally targeted to an audience of 18 to 28 years of age. Offered by um, KWKC. Yes, it's certainly open to anyone, but it, it's literally a study of the models of, of, of a billionaire, of how to be successful in, in business, in life, in, in <laughs> finance, basically every facet of, of fulfillment. And um, so if you're interested in that, get in touch with somebody here at Accountable Equity and we'll hook you up. There's no fee for that. But, well, and um, Mary Pat's an instructor. Mm -hmm. I'm an instructor and we have a whole slew of instructors yeah. ready to help a lot of young people um, get started with a mindset, a wealthy mindset for a wealthy life and really um, creating that path and awareness in what you, you both kind of mentioned earlier in the lives. Mm -hmm. And if I can offer anything to those people listening, it's that try to start as soon as possible. We started later in life and we've made tremendous progress over the last nine years or so. But if we had started on this path 30 years ago, it, we'd probably be retired by now and off doing something else. We'd be else. next door to you guys down there in your <laughs> Hi, this is Melanie McCallan. Josh and I are just so grateful for the many investors who already joined us at Accountable Equity. Accountable Equity is so much more than a capital group. It's really a community of accredited investors that want to learn and grow together. I just want to personally invite you, if you want to find out more about this type of investment and see if it's right for you and your family, please visit us at accountableequity.com. I, I always say it's, it's not the destination, it's the journey, right? Even I've had people come up to me that have... have a, have kind of mentored and some of them are in their 60s and 70s and and they say you know what? i'm, I'm kind of kind of a late starter and yeah. i said well you know it's really the journey right you're going to become a better version of yourself as you change the models that you follow for personal wealth but all of the people that look up to you and all the people you care about are watching what you do and yeah. they're and they're learning from that they're picking up what they should probably implement if they want to see success in their lives so sometimes it's not even the success that we might see in our own lives, but the success that we can gift someone else in the process of our own growth. Right? Yeah, and, and just like both of you, we, we were late starters as well, which is why we love doing things like this so that we can share with others that can hear that it's never too late and earlier is better and that there's a lot of different opportunities out there if you just open up. To, to looking at it, even if you don't even have a clue, um, just to be open to saying, well, you know, I think I'll check it out because, you know, investing sometimes just the word investing can be very intimidating. And yet being able to create income for your future that you're not working 
consistently day in, day out for. And it's passive or mm-hmm. horizontal, as you would say, is is a gift for every single person that can give themselves and their families. Well, speaking of family, you guys just had a big family celebration, celebration right? Yeah. At, one of, <laughs> at one of your investments. Tell us about that. That's the other thing, right? You can actually... It was so fun. So um, I had a vision um, many years ago. I went to a wedding and it was in an old barn and it was decorated beautifully. I was so moved by it. I thought it was just the coolest thing. Being a designer in my previous life, I was enamored with the whole place. Mm-hmm. And I thought, i got to go buy me a barn and make a wedding venue out of this. <laughs> and that's the future. And, you know, as I'm thinking about it, all right, well, you buy a barn for a couple hundred thousand dollars, yada, 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 and that whole mindset. And then the opportunity at Renault had come up and I'm thinking, hmm, $300,000 and then I got to manage it, figure it all out, or I invest in this. And it was so exciting to me because I'm like, I'm going to invest in a wedding venue. I don't have to do the work. I just have to invest and get excited about it and share it. And I love what was done at Renault. Brian and I had been at a wedding many, many moons ago, back when it was <laughs> just... You, you saw it when it was like... Oh, original. We saw it 25 original. years ago. Original. Yeah. Um, back when, you know, the speakeasy was in use and we, that's where the rehearsal dinner was and the <laughs> wedding. And, and but, I, but it had quaintness to it. So I loved it back then for its quaintness. And then about, I guess about five years ago, maybe six years ago, we were down in um, Brigantine for a weekend and it was a miserable day and we went... Let's go to the winery. And we tooled around and did the wine tasting tour and everything and loved it then just because it was quaint. Yes. So now it went from quaint to it has flair of those old characters and it's just such a cool place to be. So we, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to share it with my kids because we talk about the investment and they're all like, hmm, skeptical. And I'm like, you know, I tell people like, oh, we have a vineyard. We're going to our vineyard. <laughs> We're going down to the vineyard. Awesome. So I had the kids go there for we had a big 60th birthday celebration and brought the kids there and we had a blast the music was going the wine tasting sitting outside it just it's such an incredible place so so excited to be a part of that and then now all the other opportunities that are flowing out of that original investment which was my crazy idea to own a wedding venue Mm -hmm. and and as an investor it's so neat to sit there for four hours on a saturday afternoon and watch all the different income streams that can go through that property offers and people staying at the hotel and there was wedding going on and all the all the wine and beer and food and everything else going on throughout the day plus multiple musical groups that were all fantastic it's as an investor it's really neat to see all that occurring and with covid going on you have to give those guys a lot of credit they did one heck of a job to to remake what they were doing into something that was covid resistant I think that's the magic, right? Is trying to, to look at an existing business and saying, how do I increase the revenue streams to the point where I add a, a great deal more value to the property, right? Yeah. And they did a great job. And a, a real good example of investing in what you know or have a passion for. I mean, we've had a couple of different guests uh, on this show and it's just been fascinating for me, you know, to 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 kind of hear and feel the excitement and the passion uh, of of people who are investing um, and the journeys of investing and the journeys of creating wealth. It's been, mm-hmm. you know, it's so true. It's like invest in what you know or you feel excited about. 
versus, oh, well, I'll just give my money to somebody else to manage. Yeah. Um, and that while that might be a path, well, it certainly that, didn't work out well for us. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> wealth building with friends is there's a real reason why the show is, is titled that. I mean, you know, I think sometimes when you when you have the ability to to build wealth with people that you know, yeah. like, and trust, and and you uh, you know are of good character, you can not only make uh, you know a significant return on your investment, but but you can have an incredibly uh, fun time in the process too. Really, yeah. it's fun. We go, you know, as we go to these events and go to the um, the learning grows. It just, it, it feels like a community. It does feel like friends. So it's like, oh, those are people we talked to last time when we, you know, keep me, oh, there's Joanne, there's this person. It's like, you know, it's kind of like this really fun thing. And then when you're on the properties, it's, it's just a great, it's a great feeling. And it's a, it's, it just feels like a great group to be with. I do, I do have to say, Bob, when you said investing with friends. So the very first time we went, we looked at Renault, we, we weren't on the same page either. Mm-hmm. Even even now, two years ago, I think was 2019, I think is when we did the first investment in Renault. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm looking at it as a private equity deal. She's looking at it as a wedding venue. So she's all excited about it as a wedding venue. I'm less excited, not because of the wedding venue, not because of golf, but because I'm looking at it and saying, how big is this management team? What happens if someone gets sick? And so I'm looking at it purely from the standpoint of, yeah, we're going to, we're going to invest, but you want to make sure you're investing in something real. Yes. And, and one of the things that we've, that I've now felt comfortable with and being involved in this thing for a year and a half or so is that every time we meet people on site, they're real people, they're real operators. They understand what they're doing. And Kevin spent time with us at Renault on Saturday. And uh, I mean, he's got it down. He knows what he's doing, but when you're first coming in, and and quite frankly, we met Kevin, we went down there before we actually invested and met Kevin. And he's one of the reasons why I felt comfortable to invest. Uh, but now we go to all the other locations and the more we meet other people involved, we know that we're in the right group. And, and, and you're right, you do find that these become your friends. Obviously, we've known you guys for quite a while, but a lot of the other people that are involved in accountable equity, we didn't know. But now, now we're becoming friends. We're getting to know each other. Yeah. And that's the, that's really also the beauty of it. Um, you know, Josh and Melanie could not be on the on, our, on, on this podcast today. And we miss we them. We miss them so much. <laughs> yeah. um, they were going to be on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, we'll definitely get with them. Uh, together and um, it, you know it, it, it is all about the, the the vision and the values and the beliefs and the culture and the character and, uh, yeah and the character and both of them have this incredible um, vision of what can be created together you know uh, and not not you know individually alone so to speak so mm-hmm. I think that um, being aligned with people together to build, and journey together is such a wonderful a gift. Mm. So everyone listening today, you know, find some communities and find some people to align yourselves with and, you know, get real, get right in what your focus is for wealth creation and wealth building. And mm. uh, with friends, it's even better. I think at the heart of syndication, I'm, I mean, it's it's true that together everybody achieves more, mm-hmm. right? And and you, you achieve success through people. 
right? And that's why why syndication works so well is because multiple people can do things together that they couldn't possibly do on their own. And, uh, right. and, and everybody has different experiences that they can bring to the table, different networks that they can bring to the table. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you guys have real estate backgrounds. I have engineering background. I find out when we get to Kent, Kent Resort down in Maryland, that a friend of ours engineering firm is doing the engineering work for Kent. And I didn't even know it. I found out indirectly and we texted him and said, Hey Joe, we hear you're doing the engineering work for Kent. And it's funny, you, you bring the network together and he, he quite frankly really didn't have much of an idea about the investment opportunities in accountable equity. He was doing the engineering. And so we, we passed along the opportunity of that investing in accountable equity. So I think, Everybody has different experiences, different backgrounds, different networks that we can all capitalize on. So tell us about what you what you think of when you think of a legacy that that you want to leave the world. You know, we, we work really hard and we achieve success and eventually we want to leave a legacy of some kind. What what does that mean to you? Trust him to come up with the tough questions. That tough question? <laughs> well, well, that's a that's a very good question. And I think uh, in in my mind, and actually Mary Pat, I've talked about this a couple of times, is to develop some type of charity where you can help people. Now, what does that look like? I mean, you, you hear people doing it. So like in the Philadelphia area, you hear about Carson Wentz developing his food truck and his, his business doing that. And Zach Ertz was doing something as well. And there's other athletes. And so they have a name recognition and it's easier for them to get something off the ground because of the name recognition. People want to participate because they know the person, but it, it would be neat as investors if we could develop our own group to do some of that type of activity wow. where we're giving back to other people that, that need it. And quite frankly, you walk all over the world, there's people that need help. We did a mission trip to the Dominican last year for a week and worked in this little village, helping them do various projects that they were not going to get done unless we showed up. And the conditions weren't great. We, we weren't there to party. We were there to work and improve the village for those people. And when we left there, it was inspiring to see, you know, what we did and the, the looks and the expressions of gratitude on those people's faces. And they've got just a small percentage of what we have mm-hmm. as assets and, and, and things that we've got at our disposal. Yet they were so thrilled. And they, they expressed that appreciation. And that really left, in my mind, a, a thought process that says, I've got to do this more. And that was through our church. And, and we'll probably do it again once the whole COVID thing is over. We got in the airport really when COVID was just starting. We got back into the country. And so I haven't, we, we haven't really discussed it too much with COVID because it's a little harder to move around. But ultimately, it would be neat if we all could get together and do our own little group that would help people like that. You know, I experienced a very fulfilling uh, life experience in Peru uh, that was very similar to what you explained. And I, I'm going to see what you just said as a challenge for us to I wrote it up. down. I wrote it down. <laughs> um, we, you know what I say about when something gets written yeah. down, it yeah. becomes a lot more real. And then you can actually, so it's written down here on my book. We'll talk more and find out what yeah. we can do together as, uh, as accountable equity partners and, and people that are, are building wealth with friends, friends. To, to create 
something like that together. That'd be really cool. Yes. And I don't even think it has to be on like global scale. So when I came back from that trip, I thought like everyone was kind of like, oh, you coming back? Was it so good? Like it was great, but there's a lot of people locally that need help. Think globally, act locally, right? And and I thought I'd rather put my energy to local because, you know, there are people that I can see and touch and, and, um, effect on, a, on maybe a daily basis or even a more, you know, intimate basis than a one and done and far away. You know, when, when you talk about accountable equity in our community, uh, local has a pretty big footprint already. You know, <laughs> local's getting big. California, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So local could be big, pretty big. But, yeah. you know, I, I have had an incredible amount of fun and learn a lot <laughs> from the two of you. Uh, I, it's been fabulous to have yeah. you on, on the show. Do you have any last minute uh, words of wisdom for people that are, are imparting that they should follow in order to, to reach their goals financially? Look at, look at what you're doing. Track where, you, track where you've been and where you're going. Set a goal and make it happen. And get started as soon as possible. And get started yeah. as soon as possible. Like, yeah. like, like today. <laughs> you got it. I'm so excited uh, about this particular podcast. Yesterday, we were speaking with some people and it was a wealth building event and somebody had asked what would happen if if your partner, you know, wasn't on the same page. So I'll be sharing this podcast with them mm-hmm. yeah, that's <laughs> because then they can listen to it for themselves of, of you know, how you can both two people can both get aligned. And um, and as you say, Brian, though, we all have different strengths. So there's times when, you know, um, we lean on each other for uh, direction. And if you're single as well, you know, surround yourself with friends who can guide you with things that might not be your strength as well. But it's, a good, it's a good partnership because I'm, I'm more of a dreamer or a visionary. When we were doing it, I'm like, I'm doing it. We're doing it. I'm doing it. And he's just like, well, let's look at this. And let's, let's look at this. <laughs> look at this. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I, my, gut, my gut was telling me that it was the right move. Well, this, this is your fir- first podcast appearance together, correct? Correct. Oh, yay. Thank yay. You. And like, more to come. <laughs> podcast, separate two. <laughs> It takes bravery to step out, but are there any social media pages or anything that you would like to share with our audience that you might be able to help them in, in what you do? I know you're, you're a real estate coach. You want to tell us how people might communicate with you or contact you if they want to chat with you about that? Yes, I have a, a website, marypatkling.com. <laughs> it's very... M-A-R-Y-P-A-T-K-L-I-N-G.com. Um, so I coach and train new agents that are looking to get into real estate. And I also have a real estate business myself. And a real estate career is a great way to get started to build wealth as well. How about you, Brian? And, and our business is global. We work throughout the U.S. and 17 other countries. You can find our business at cleanflow.com, which is C-L-E-A-N hyphen F is in Frank, L-O.com. Brian Kling. All right, well, guys, thank you so much. And I want a, a big thank you for all of our guests who have spent uh, some time with us today. I hope this has brought huge value to you. Uh, much gratitude to Brian and Mary Pat and my partner, Usha Patel. And we look forward to seeing you on the next edition of Wealth Building with with friends Friends very soon. 
Thank you for joining us at the table. No matter where you are on your personal investment journey, we're glad you came. Join us next time for another engaging episode of Wealth Building with Friends.